listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Good evening, good afternoon, whatsoever it is. But if you hear that sound, if you hear that song, you know it is the hour, it is that moment of the classroom, the Bible will say, and Jesus sat down to, to, to teach them. So even in this time, we are entering in this moment so that we can be in the feet of Jesus and we can learn something, we can be reminded of something. It does not need to be something new, but as long as you refresh the thing uh, of the Word of God in you. So thank you very much for joining us this evening. You might be sitting at home having that wonderful afternoon. You might be on the road driving home or driving to work, driving to wherever you are going, but as long as you sit in the classroom in this time, Blessings of God be upon you as we welcome you in this time. And you know, the scripture says the two become one. Then you see, you used to see the two of us, me and Pasati here, but we have become one. So me and her, we are here as one. No, you will hear one voice uh, because it shows our unity. But enjoy the classroom even tonight as we welcome you because indeed there is no God like Jehovah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Uh, indeed, as we meet today, again, is the 14th of August. The, the, the year is gone. Uh, the year is progressing. And so is the coming of the Lord approaching. You know, is a truth that uh, should never, never by any mistake disappear from our eyes in as much as we do all the other things that are necessary to do. But we must remember that there is a day that is coming that Jesus said even the Son of Man does not know, but... We know that each and every day that is ticking, it means that day is getting closer, you know. But while we have the journey to walk, while we have the time to travel, you know, waiting for it does not need to find us idling. He's not looking for idling people, but he says, I will come into a field and find two working. I will take one and leave one. So he's fine with the people that are working. He said, ah, some will be in the field, some in the uh, rooftops. Wherever you are, as long as you are ready, the Lord, I mean, will come. That's what even this song uh, speaks about here to say, but we had people also like Moses, like Elijah, that stood in their time. So we we also need to stand in our times, you know, and make sure that the kingdom advances. But while we advance the kingdom again, we need to stay in touch. We need to stay connected to the principles, to the teaching, and to the nitty gritties of the kingdom, so that we do not lose track of what we are doing. So today. Uh, as, as I mentioned previously, that we, we, we have um, decided to run the classroom, give it another uh, way of delivering it as well, not the normal way uh, uh, when the two of uh, us are here and we have a discussion and all this, but sometimes we just need to go with the teaching. So this Sunday, again, is another Sunday that we're just going to go and dwell in, in one teaching as a sort of a sermon, and then we'll take it from there. But while we say that, remember that, you are always welcome to make that comment, to send that question, you know, um, make that contribution in whatever way that you can make because we are here, we are together, we are the family. So today we are dealing with a, a topic that says overcoming a troubled heart. You know, <laughs> it's something that can never be denied, you know, no matter who you are, as long as you are living this Christian life, as long as you are walking in this earth, some of these things, they, 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 they cripple in. Uh, uh, and, and when they creep in, sorry, they creep in, and when they creep in, they 
they, they, they seek to cripple you, I mean, in your work, but you must stay armed in all the time because the God who created me and you, the God who created us, never meant us to be defeated, meant, never meant us to fail, but in all the time, we are supposed to be the winners in this gospel. So we're just going to um, play a, a song shortly here, um, or the, even the advert, and while we do that, we encourage you, get your pen, get your paper, get your iPad ready, you know, Stay focused in whatever way that you are doing, and then we will be starting with the lesson for today, Overcoming a Troubled Heart. That tree is still standing. That tree is still green. But mustard seed, it is not affected by the physical things, by what you see. Because faith, it is not the issues of sight. We don't walk by you sight, but we walk for you to take your testimony out there. Hi, this God has been so good Do you want your sermons or church to reach more people around the world? Visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za or email info at Radio for more information on how to submit your 30-minute sermon on Hope Alive Radio. Alternatively, you can call us on 011-976-0600. Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. Stay tuned and don't touch that dial. Right. Thank you. Even as we come back now, let us get to the lesson overcoming a troubled heart. You know, it's easy for the devil to rob you. You may think even now and say, hey, look, my, my brother, I don't have a troubled heart. All heart. All things are well for me. Why should I listen to this, you know? Uh, uh, but let me tell you, uh, anytime, any moment, you, d- you do not need even to, to, to do evil or to sin before your heart is challenged to be troubled. And let us uh, equip ourselves on how are we going to deal or how to deal with this when we have a troubled heart. First of all, as we introduce, let us look what the Bible says. I would like you to join me. In the book of John, St. John, the big John, you know, chapter 14, these were the words of Jesus when his disciples, the apostles, were troubled because he has just told them that he was no longer continuing the journey here on earth, but he was departing to be with the Father. Then when we read John chapter 14, reading verse 1 and 2, now we hear Jesus saying this way. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, in my Father's house, are many mentions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. So now Jesus is descending here uh, and he can tell that, you know, these people's hearts are troubled. And no, you know, when your heart is troubled, you, 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 are, you are no longer sober. You know, you, you are disturbed, you are agitated, and also your decision, they are likely to be wrong because it's not a good feeling. But what I want us to just catch here and, 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 and see is right in the first sentence, let not your heart be troubled. The person who is in charge, whether the hearts remain troubled, is me, it is you. It's not the Lord, it's not your pastor, it's not your counselor or so ever. It is you, the believer, the hearer, 
that you, 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 you have that ability. So when Jesus said, let not your heart, he's not saying even may your heart, he's even not saying may your heart not be troubled. Or he will say, uh, he's not saying, I will make your heart not to be troubled. It said, you let not your heart be troubled. In other words, we are in charge of whether our hearts are troubled or not. And we are going to see this even as we unfold the lesson. He says, you believe in God, believe in me also, because you are covered. Everything for you has been provided. Things are set for you. Nothing is missing and nothing is broken. It's not about what you see. It's not about you can touch. It's not about what you feel, but it's about what my father has prepared for you. He says, if there was something missing, if there was something in short, that you cannot be even where I'm going. I will tell you that I'm still going to prepare a place for you, but it's not going to prepare a place for you because, or, or for us because the place has been prepared. The provision has been made. You know, it is ready. It's just a, a matter of time, and then we see the fulfillment of it. So Jesus is coming and saying here, I want you to, uh, to not let your heart be troubled. Just believe in God. And believe also in Jesus. That's the short of his, his, his message. And he says, just know that in my father's house, in my father's doing, you are covered. What about even there, if we, we look at Psalm 61 verse 2, just to see that hearts do get troubled. Uh, this, this, this is David speaking. He says, from the, end, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. That you is a capital. In other words, from the ends of the earth, I will cry to you, God. And he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, because a heart does get overwhelmed, no matter who you are, no matter where, where, where you are, but your heart will find uh, itself in that state where it is overwhelmed and many things are happening. So David says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So he's a second witness. First of all, we see it from from, from the words of Jesus, when he says, do not let your heart be troubled, let heart can be troubled. Even David is saying the same thing here. He's saying, uh, uh, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. You know, even when I am the most remote era, in the furthest uh, uh, point, but I will cry to you. And he says, even when my heart is troubled, when my heart, my heart is overwhelmed, when I really do not know, or I do not have the ready reasons, he says, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And, 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 and he knows that in that rock, that's where he will take safety. In, this, in that rock, that is where he's going to find the comfort. In that rock, that's where he's going to find the protection. Now, I want also us to see that there are things that come and then they, make, they can make your heart be overwhelmed. I want us to look at uh, uh, the, the familiar story but we're going to go through it a little bit so that we can see here. There. So at this time, I want us to start our job in the book of Job, chapter 1. Now, we're going to hear about the life of Job here, and we want to see how can a heart get uh, overwhelmed. Now, the Bible says, first of all, introducing us, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright. That's why I'm saying even to you tonight, or even now as you listen to me, you might be doing right. Yeah, you, 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 your, your, your journey with the Lord might be at the, at the nice time, you know, at the fulfilling time and all that, and all that things. You are blameless and you are upright. But Job was also the same. But let's look if nothing really happens to those who are upright. And one who feared God and shunned evil. Wow. 
And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. So he's got ten kids. Also his possession was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So he's got servants and all those things. So that this man was the greatest in uh, uh, of all the people of the East Rand. You know, normally they will erase that Rand and you remain with East. But we understand it's the East Rand, you know. And his sons will go and feast in their houses each of his appointed day and will send an invite to their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was when the days of, uh, of feasting had run there because that job would send and sanctify them and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. That Job did regularly. Now, we, we are introduced into the life of this man, and we can see that he's a man with a family that is even in order, and he's a man that uh, fears God. But no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter how you are, uh, like the, the People Matter Foundation slogan would say, you, uh, uh, things will happen. Now, verse 13 of chapter 1, so now there was a day, because, you know, I'm reminded of the scripture, says, it uh, says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of, of, of his might, so that even on the evil day, you can withstand, you know. While you, you, your walk is okay with the Lord, why your, your doings really are, are showing that you're an upright man, but there comes just a day. You know, a day that will bring things that will overwhelm your heart, the things that will make your heart to go troubled. So when we hear, it says, now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And the messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were feasting beside them. When the Sab Sabians raided them and took them away, indeed they've killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Now, this is something that is coming. This is landing right. You know, Job is sitting there. He's knowing that his kids are having a good time. You know, they are celebrating and all the, these things. He's waiting that let them finish. And he's going to sanctify them so that uh, even when they've sinned uh, before God, they are cleansed. And this thing, does, uh, an evil thing does not happen upon them. So he's waiting. At this stage, everything is nice. And the servant tells him to say, look, if you had anything that was called your, your oxen and your donkeys, they are wiped away. They are gone. You know, it's the it's, it's same today as, uh, if we can come and say, you know what, uh, your account in this uh, uh, bank has been hacked, you know, and they have withdrawn all the money. That's the same. That's the same feeling. Job is going to Your account is gone. You know, every money has been withdrawn. Now, while that servant was still speaking, another also came and said, "The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. I alone have escaped from you." Now, you know what, uh, Job. Now, let me tell you also the investment that you have made into that scheme or that you have been made in that, in, in that institution, that institution has gone bankrupt. There is nothing left. You cannot recover anything. You know, first of all, your, your, your bank account has been hacked. It's gone. 
And while you are dealing with that, now you know that even where you have made an investment, that has gone, that has disappeared. While he was still speaking, yay, you know, how a day is changing, you know. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother. This is what Job already know. You know, having received the, 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 the first two reports, even this one when you're starting now and speaking about your children, you can start right there now being concerned. And then what happened to my children? Is any one of them that is injured or is there anyone is, uh, that, that is dead? But let's hear what's going to happen. While speaking, another comes said, your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on young people and they are dead. Not even one or two out of the ten. Ten out of ten are dead. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And look even at this. Not even one child of Job is escaping to come and tell Job. You know, there comes someone, a servant, escaping. When I escape in this, because all your children, all the ten children that you have, um, they, 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 they've been killed in that incident, they are dead. Wow, what your heart do in such a situation. If this was happening to me and you, how were you going to react? How would your heart feel? Now, that's where we speak about overcoming the troubled heart, overcoming uh, an overwhelmed heart. We're going to take a short break again, and then we're going to continue. But think about this. If this really was happening to you, if you were to know that your house has been destroyed in, 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 in a strong wind, and your car has been stolen, your bank account you know, has been robbed, nothing is left there. How would your heart react? Let's go to a commercial break and then we're going to come back and continue with the lesson. The Ingoma Foundation presents the 9th Independent National Gospel Music Awards happening at Redemption Church, Greenstone, Johannesburg. Tickets are available at Web Ticket and Pick and Pay. Red carpet starts at 5 p.m. Performances by Ngabagazi, Pastor Longindala, Puleng March, David the King and many more. Hosted by Matema and Tepo Maseko. 9th Ingoma is brought to you by Trace Gospel, Umgalolo.Africa, Sampra Development Fund, Afrimula, Energy FM, Premier Hotel, and BX Cosmetics. Proud Women Movement celebrates its first year anniversary by bringing you the Awakened Worship Experience happening at Encore Complex Hatfield, Pretoria on the 10th of September. Gates open at 1 p.m. and tickets are available on the Crowned Women Movement Instagram and Facebook pages. Get yours for 350 general and 500 VIP. Hosted by its founder, Noni Rasiloma, with guest speakers, Kabelo Mohale and Tiseto Silikwe. Performances by Ngabagazim Somi, Putuma Tiso, Sengiwe Masondo, Ayanda Nene, Zodwa Masangu, and serenity. All proceeds go to the Crown a Girl Child Bursary Fund, an initiative by Crown Women Movement, uplifting and empowering young girls in South Africa through the power of education. Brought to you by Hope Alive Radio, Kano Thuma Holdings, Russell Media Hub, BX Cosmetics, and Rehoboth Records. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Let's look at another second example because uh, at this stage, I just want to plant to you. This is not to inject fear, but to for you to come and, and appreciate the reality of life because sometimes some of the things we're in denial and when they happen, we realize that we are, we are not prepared or we are ill-prepared. 
course, we have, we've been denied. We, 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 we have this notion sometimes that bad things uh, happen only to bad people. You know, I like what Revs even normally mentioned to say, you know, bad things happen to good people. You know, in, the, in as much as you're a good person, you, you're walking right. This life, Jesus said to his disciples, in this world you will have tribulations, but be your code of cheer because I have overcome for you. Now, I want us to look at uh, 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 an, 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 another story. So if we can wind, uh, uh, rewind our chronometer and go to the second chronicles, you know, chapter 20. Uh, the, the, this is a story of King Jehoshaphat that we know. Now, uh, second chronicles chapter 21, we read verse 1, says, And it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Now, mark the words here. Is the people of Moab, is the people of Ammon, and others. You know, they are not even mentioned. So it's something when you, are, when you are attacked by one nation, it's something else when it's two nations. It's something else when it's more than two nations in such a way that the Bible says even others. Now, I want you to get in the shoes of King Jehoshaphat here. And think about this. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and are in Hazazon Tamar, which is En Gedi. Now, Evestri says, And Jehoshaphat feared. <laughs> the good king feared. Now, when the Bible says he feared, it means his heart was troubled. You know, his heart is overwhelmed by the news and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judea. But I want us to, to catch something here uh, uh, because these are the realities of life and these are how things are take us in life. Now, it says the people of Moab, so it's the Moabites, it's the Ammonites, and otherites. You know, the, 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 the others that are coming beside. Now, the people that are coming to Jehoshaphat, the way even they put it, they say, they are coming against you, not even against us, you know, no, or against Israel or against Judah, but they're saying they are coming against you. In other words, this tells uh, uh, Jehoshaphat that you are the man that is being attacked. All whatsoever that we're going to suffer here, whatever that you may experience, it's uh, um, uh, because of you. You might be the father of the household. You might be the mother of the household. You know, sometimes when these things happen, it's like they, they are not attacking your family, but they are just attacking you. You know, you, you, you feel that you, you are the only one that should arise here. And if you do not arise, uh, that the whole uh, system or the whole structure, whether it's a family or it's a nation, whatsoever, or it's an organization, is in trouble. That's why Jehoshaphat is here. And I like the scripture here. Put it very clear that Jehoshaphat feared. You know, because normally that's where we all start. You, you, we, we're speaking about overcoming a troubled heart here. We're speaking about of, 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 of overcoming an overwhelmed heart. But this is not preventing it being from overwhelmed. Somewhere, somehow, you find yourself having feared. You will fear because, I mean, you have had this news. You have had this thing. It has come upon you. How do you deal with that? That's what we need to equip ourselves with here. To say, Jehoshaphat, here are the Moabites, Ammonites, and the others. They have come. They are, they, 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 they are beseeching you. They have come against you. What will you do? As the scripture says, Jehoshaphat has already feared. I mean, 
even myself and you, we can find ourselves in that position when they say the company is retrenching. You fear. When they tell you, or when you feel that there is a lump somewhere in your body where you are not comfortable to have a lump, what will happen? You will fear. When you, 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 you hear that, you know, th- there is this and that happening around the school where your children are, what is likely to happen is that you may fear. Your heart is troubled. My heart is, is, is troubled. When we hear of anything that, that, is, that, that is going up, you know, they tell you fuel prices, food prices, and everything is going up. What is likely to happen to us is that we are going to fear because these things, they come to trouble our lives, and they are everyday thing that we face. Now, I'm going to now change the gear, and now we are going to speak about how to overcome such situation, how to overcome these conditions, and then uh, before we get into that, we are going to go for a break, and then when we come back, even as you think about this thing to say, what if it was me that was uh, uh, hearing this thing today, where I am, um, uh, I am in a condition that I am in the situation that I am, maybe even as I'm saying, what will happen to you, maybe you are listening but the reality is that these are the things that are around you. I mean, you, you are afraid of your future. You are afraid of your tomorrow. You do not know wh- what it holds. Maybe you have heard those news. They are disturbing, and fear comes upon you. Maybe you are hearing me. We are lying in a hospital bed, and they tell you this is a condition that is troubling you. Maybe even this time you are driving to see your loved one in a hospital, and you do not know even what you're going to meet here. But every time the devil would like to plant this thing in us that we fear. But let us remember the word of Jesus let not your heart be troubled. And like David said also to say, Lord, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Let's take the break and we'll come back and continue. That was the spirit of praise and the good things that our Lord God says, indeed, I will neither leave you nor forsake you. So you can rest assured that indeed he will not let you down. He will never leave you. He will not forsake you. Remember also that if you are catching us, you can send your comments. You can send your question on our WhatsApp number, which is 067-153-1089. And also to acknowledge Elsa, I see the you are there. You said, good evening, teachers. And then you speak with receive. Yes, amen. Babalua, thank you also saying amen. Lucien saying amen. Joyce saying amen. So to all of you, as, as you have connected, it's, it's a great pleasure and it's a, a, a privilege that you, you are here and we believe 
that even now your souls are fed, you you are getting something. No, how do I deal with the troubled hearts? Because uh, it, it is uh, the truth, it is the fact that we will have to manage it. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. In other words, he's not saying trouble will never come to your heart, but it is possible that even when you are in trouble, you remain not troubled. Although you are in trouble, but you are not troubled, it is there. When troubles surround you, but you remain untroubled. So the, the, the very first step that um, I would like us to live at, and, and, and if, even if I say steps, you know, let, let me not say these are the steps. Let me say these are the things that you can do because no matter where you start, it will lead you to the, to, to the other. So there, there is no particular order in, in, in them, but the, the, these are like your emergency patterns, you know, that you, that you have, that if your heart is getting trouble, you can press uh, any of this emergency pattern and it will start uh, directing you into a path that, such that your heart does not remain troubled. Now, uh, Jesus said in his words there, believe in the Father, believe in God, and believe in me. And that me is him, Jesus, you know. He says, in my Father's house, there, there are many mentions, you know. You have to believe in God, you know. It, it, it starts there. When, when we speak about believing in God, um, uh, it, it is more than just believing that God is God, you know. Uh, even sometimes when we say, ah, you know, God is God, you know, it, 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 we say it in a manner of throwing the towel. We're saying also with, with a mod to say, ah, you know, I have no control in this. You have. I have. I mean, we have. God is God. It is indeed. Jesus said, you believe in him. First of all, when we say believe in him, you will realize that these points, they're going to be interacting. You know, uh, uh, I love the, 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 the saying that says that the success of any intervention depends in the interior condition of the intervener. You know, the, the, for, for any good thing to come out, it depends on the interior condition of the person that is doing it. You know, and, and, and my lovely example is that you can, be, you can give a woman a, 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 a beef to say, cook this beef. If the woman feels bad about you and about everything, a, 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 a bad beef, a stew or beef something, will we, we'll, we'll come out of that beef. But if they, we change the condition of, of, of the, let's say not say even a woman, of a cook, you know, it, it might be even a man. If we change the condition of the person that is in cook and make it good, you know, still the same beef comes out the good thing. What am I saying about this? I'm saying we, we, we are given the word of God. We, we are given, given the ordinances of God. It's not how God feels about us because God, <laughs> you know, he's God. He never changes yesterday, today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, uh, he, he's a, a solid rock. He's a stable foundation that all of us we can build upon. And when we go with God, we are sure of these things. You know, we do not doubt. That's why we say believe, believe in him. So, but it's going to depend on how me and you uh, feel about him. So Jesus said, believe in, in, in the Father and believe in me. In other words, the Father has given us things through Jesus Christ. So if we believe in that, we are sorted already. We, have, we, we, we are about to step in, in, in the right direction. Let me uh, uh, make an example of this thing, uh, of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, believing in God and, 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 and what's happening. Now, there, there was a time when the disciples uh, were in the boat uh, sailing uh, uh, alone, Jesus was not in the boat, and then he came walking on the sea, you know, 
And while they were in this port, troubled by the storms of life, by the storms of the sea, and the Bible says even the water was filling in, and, 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 and the port was tossed to and fro, you know, Peter saw Jesus walking on the sea. And now what Peter did, he believed in Jesus and said, Lord, tell me to come. You know, he's not praying. To, Peter is not asking for the calming of the storm. Peter is not asking for Jesus to get into the troubled boat. But Peter decided, I'm going to leave the troubled mode and I'm going to believe in this man that I'm seeing coming. I believe he's the one that the Father has sent and said, Lord, tell me to come. And as soon as Jesus said to him, come, he comes and he walked on water as well. Now, when Peter walked on water, where are the other 11 disciples? They are troubled in a troubled boat, you know, because they are looking at this thing. They are hoping for the passing of the storm, but they, they, they are forgetting to believe in the one that has come. And Peter said, I need a word. If the Lord can say a word, I know that I can come out of this troubled situation and I go with the Lord in, 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 in a calm one. We normally look at Peter and we'll marvel that he doubted when he saw the, 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 the wind boistering, you know. It was another storm coming. His heart got overwhelmed and he cried again and said, Lord, help me. And, and the Lord saved him. When Peter was saved by the Lord, where were the other disciples? They were still in the troubled boat, you know, uh, uh, being troubled. They are not dealing with a troubled heart. But Peter is even getting to the second instant of being on. And then the Bible says Jesus held Peter by hand and immediately they were on the boat. And then only then Jesus calmed, you know, the storm and everything. Now I want you to look and appreciate Peter here. He's a man that says, I'm going to need a word from the Lord. And he moved out of the troubled situation and he moved and he, he was with, with the Lord. While the rest of the guys, they've been living in a troubled situation all this, and, I, and I, I can imagine that most of them were just screaming and crying. They're saying nothing constructive. Peter said, Lord, if, there is a, if you can say a word, tell me to come. I will come. And Jesus gave the word. The good news is that me and you, we have that word. That word is in abundance. The, the Bible, the word of God is already written there. We, it, 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 it's called the inspiration of God. If we take that word and we call that with that word, we are already equipped to come out of that troubled situation. So believe in God, you know. Believe in the things that he has said. Believe that there is power in the things that God has said. That's a way of dealing with a troubled heart because otherwise you will turn and toss and turn. I don't know which one comes first. You are the one probably let do it the most so you'll know whether you toss and turn or turn and toss. I don't know, but whatsoever that you are doing at that time, I mean, it will take you nowhere. It will not take you far. The thing that you need, you need the word from the Lord. You need the word that has come from the Lord to take you out of your troubled situation. And I'm saying that word, we've got it. That word is there right in the Bible. You take that and we are ready to move. We're going to take a commercial break. I'm going to give you number two as well on say how to deal with a troubled heart. But the first one, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in God. Hello, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. This is Pastor Ngezu Mtetwa from Hope Restoration Ministries, Tembisa Campus. Do join us every Sunday at either 7.30, 9 o'clock, or 11 o'clock for a Hope Restoring service. We are located at 1774 Let's Yakarana Street in Munzu section. We are looking forward to welcoming you there. Indeed, man shall not live on bread alone, 
but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So come and hear his word and nothing else. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. We hope you are enjoying the live stream. Stay faithful and devoted. Yes, number one, believe. Number two, the another emergency button that you can press. You must know the ta- your, your, your tower of refuge. You know, <laughs> you, you must know. Uh, n- normally in, in, in a plant, when you, when you go into a plant, I mean a plant, not the tree. I mean the, 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 the industrial factory. You know, when you are there, uh, or even when you, when you are in an aircraft, they, they will always tell you, you must know w- w- where is your closest emergency exit because that is very important to know your closest emergency exit so that if there are situations, you can quickly go to that exit. So here, you must know your tower of refuge. That tower of refuge is God. And I, I love also if we can look on, on uh, or we, we, we can just uh, take a, uh, some view here on what is in Psalm uh, 46. If you read Psalm 46, verse 1, uh, the Bible gives us, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You know, in terms of the troubled heart, um, uh, God is a very present help. Maybe let me read verse 2 as well. So, say, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Jehoshaphat feared, you know, not because he was a weak believer. It's because that is likely a first response, but it's about what is the chain of responses that you're going to bring out of that. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with its swelling. You know, these are, are really serious happenings that are going around. But he says we know that God is a refuge and strength. Now, I never, never underestimate the order of the Bible. You know, and the, this, this, this might be the thing that we, 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 we may lack as, as believers. Uh, you must take serious the order of the way things are given in the Bible. So, verse 1 says... God is a refuge and strength. And I believe there is a reason why not strength and refuge. You know, there is a refuge and strength. When these troubling times come, the first thing that you must get into is a refuge. When you are in a refuge, then you can recollect yourself and you are going to demonstrate your strength very well. Uh, I, I hope you understand that. That The mistake that we do most of the times is that we, we just go to the, to the strength. I mean, we, we, we just look at the strength and, and forget that we need to look first for the refuge. When we're in the refuge, now we can get an advice, we can get a way of how to deal with this. Let's go back to the second, second Chronicles chapter 20. Verse 3 says, And Jehoshaphat feared. Now, when Jehoshaphat feared, he didn't take the weapons and go to the battle. The Bible says, And Jehoshaphat feared, and set himself to seek the Lord. You see, he's taking refuge. He's not dealing with the situation first. He's taking refuge. The Bible says to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judea. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. I love that. that, 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 that that's, that's the first thing. He's taking refuge so that he can go in the strength of the Lord. Now, 
if you if you if 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 you look down there, you 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 will see that the verse fourteen. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, son of. Ma- you see, the Bible is going all the lineage because something great is coming to here. And the word says, "Listen, all of you Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat." Thus says the Lord, "Do not be afraid, nor dismayed, because of this great multitude, for the battle is not your part, God." Can you see now? God is a refuge and strength. They have taken refuge on the Lord. Now God is showing himself as their strength. Because even when you, you read the same book, chapter 16, and you look verse it says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, God is our strength. So when that happens, now God is standing on the side. Sorry, that scripture says, the eyes of the Lord move to and fro in the earth. God is seeking those whose hearts are loyal, who are seeking him. And then God shows himself might on their behalf, show himself as a strength in their behalf. So it is very important that when you face this situation, when you face these circumstances, you must take refuge and then walk in strength. Number three, you must meditate on the right thing. Uh, 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 I may have touched this a little bit in the beginning, in, in the other points, but you know, some people have got a wrong mindset. Uh, when these things that are overwhelming you come, uh, you remain with a wrong mindset prevailing. You know, what do I mean that you remain with a wrong mindset? Maybe let's let's look in the in in the, in the Bible. Let's fill our hearts with what is written in the book of Philippians chapter 4. And we, 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 we are reading from verse 6. Be ancient for nothing. You know, the Bible does not allow you to be ancient. It is only one thing. There is only one thing where the Bible uh, 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 agrees that you can be ancient for this thing. That thing is called nothing. Be ancient for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication. Can you hear With thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Now, if you look there, it says there are things that are going to put you under anxiety. There are things that are going to put you under fear. But it says, take refuge, take cover. Let your request be known to God, first of all, by prayer and by supplication with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which is our strength. You know, you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, you will find counsel, you will find things on how to do this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is anything, uh, sorry, if there is any virtue and if anything is praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You know, uh, it's amazing that when, when the storms of life, when the issues of life hit, Sometimes we find ourselves meditating on the wrong things. You know, scripture also, again, when you read in the book of Second Corinthians now, says all things that can be seen, they are temporary. They are subject to change. In other words, they can change anytime. You saw the dawn coming in the morning. The, the day was breaking, but now it's changing. It's becoming dark, you know. If you can see the rain, it means one day there will be no rain. It will be dry. If you can see a tree, it means that tree one day will fall. Anything that you can see, it's subject to change. It can change and it is temporary. So when things happen, let us not find ourselves focusing much on that which we can see, that which you can smell, that which you can touch, that which you can hear. 
but let us know the things that have been issued from God, the spiritual things. Jesus said to his disciples in John 6, verse 63, the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. You know, the spirit is what is not seen. The flesh is what we've seen. We, we, we can see. And every flesh is like grass. Every flesh is like grass. Today we see, tomorrow we do not see. A human spirit is eternal, but his physical body that we can see, touch, and all the thing is temporary, subject to change, and soon will be normal. So when the times are tough, remember it's not the things that you see that determines the future, but it's that which is unseen. For example, when your bank account has run out of money, remember that one day it had money. So it has run out of money now. So if it has run out of money, it means also money can run in one day. But most of the time we have found ourselves stressing. I know because I've been there. It happens. Jehoshaphat feared. Yes, we feared. You will hear fear as well. But we need a way to overcome that. We need a way to come, you know, and escape the trap of that. So the Bible says we must think about the things that are true, which is the word of God. The word of God is true. You know, things that are noble, you know, the promises of God, they are noble, just, you know, in the, the law of God is just, you know, things that are pure, the commandments of God, they, 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 they are such, you know, things that are lovely, things that are of good report, if there is anything of virtue. So that's what we need to do as number three. Number one, we said believe. Number two, we say know your tower of refuge. Number three, we said you must meditate on the right thing. Not only meditate on the right thing, but you must say the right thing as well. You know, and 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 let me say while you're speaking about saying the, the, the right things, I've realized that believers have confined themselves in the things that they can talk to. And um, we were discussing this even with my family not so long ago, looking again at the composition of men, that we as men, we are spirit, you know. Uh, uh, we, 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 we do not have the spirit. To say the spirit of a man is, is because you are speaking, looking at the combination. But man is spirit, you know. So And so is God's spirit. And, and, and man has a soul and is living in the body. You know the the physical body, but as men, we 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 are spirit. Now your spirit has to speak and command. Now, if we look at Psalm forty-two, and we are going to read verse five of Psalm forty-two, so that you can see here a person taking charge in the times of trouble. He says, "Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God." for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. This is going back to even what Jesus taught about, to say, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in the Father and you believe in me. So he is asking my soul, why are you cast down? Many of us, we allow ourselves even to uh, uh, derail down to the to the depression. I know that sometimes, you know, and, and all those things, but just understand that there is a message that I want to pass here to you, to say you've got charge. Your spirit should take charge. Maybe one day the Lord allowing us will speak about feeding the spirit. Sometimes you find that when these things come, when this thing happens, the spirit is so weak. You know, if I can say to you, fast for 30 days, you eat nothing, you drink nothing. And then uh, on the 30th day, you might be lazy even to blow the fly away from your body. The, the way you are so powerless, the way you are so strengthless, even when you see whatsoever animal that you wish, you don't even have energy to chase the dog out of the house because you are so hungry. Guess what? That's what happened in the, in the spirit man. A spirit man that is not fed, a spirit man that does not feed 
in the word of God. Sometimes even the smallest troubles of life, they are very, very, very uh, demanding for him to blow away. And then we just lapse and lapse. But a well-fed spirit man will blow this thing. I will say, my soul, why are you cast down? Why are you disquieted? Because yet I will hope in the Lord for the, uh, the countenance of him. In other words, when the Lord looks upon me, I know that I will be saved. The last one is that you must do the right thing. You know, the, the woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. You know, you, you need to put that action together. For she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. He didn't allow herself to die in her situation, uh, to die in her troubled heart, to say, I don't know what this fountain of blood will do to me, what is my eventuality. But she took the right step and did the right thing. So how do we overcome a troubled heart? First of all, we believe in God and we believe in the one that he sent. Number two, we must know our tower of refuge. Number three, we must meditate on the right thing. Number four, we must say the right thing. And number five, we must do the right thing. When the, your heart gets troubled in the near future, when you find yourself in this thing, remember these emergency patterns that, that you have all the time. You will have to escape and move from what is seen and move to what is unseen. We're just going to take a quick commercial break, and after that, I'm coming back, and we're wrapping up the session in Jesus' name. We hope you enjoy. You learned something today. You were reminded of something today. You were encouraged of something today. And may the good Lord protect you. You don't need a cape to help a mother survive childbirth. You don't need superpowers to save a life in an accident. You don't need a magic wand to assist a child survive cancer. All you need is 30 minutes every 56 days to save three lives. The South African National Blood Service honors the heroic blood donors who give the gift of life to those who need it the most. Your blood saves lives. Hallelujah. We have come to the end of uh, the program today and of the lesson today. The gospel truth is the next one. And I believe that by the grace of God, you have been helped. I pray that may the good Lord sustain you. May the good Lord keep you strong. Even that as you meet your challenges, as you meet the, the, your troubling days, that you may overcome. Until we meet next you are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.